You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we extend a warm hello to all who are listening on WNDZ 750 AM here in Chicago and all who are watching our live stream on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Department is a vital part of our wraparound services that we offer to our clients. In many cases, legal barriers are one of the main concerns that prevent people from achieving their goals of self-sufficiency. Ilda Bahena is director of our legal assistance department, and we're always glad to have, provide, have her come on the show and provide an update on how our legal services continue to evolve. Joining Ilda today is Edward Summer, a generous volunteer attorney with CCLA, who regularly shares his time and expertise with Catholic Charities clients to help them with their legal concerns. Welcome, Ilda and Ed. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, Ilda, may I ask you to please start us out and, and share with our audience a little bit about the history of Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Department? Good morning, yes. Uh, thank you, Kate. And please let me know if I need to speak louder since I know I'm using a different uh, avenue to, to reach you and our audience. Um, so just to share with you, you know, it's a wonderful beginning to the story of our department. We started uh, in 2002 when individuals were saying to Monsignor Boland at the time, our clients are receiving lots of assistance, but the one assistance that they can't seem to obtain is um, legal services. And part of that is because there are so many more people in need than available legal services for low-income individuals. So in 2002... Uh, Monsignor Bolden pulled uh, in two board members who were stay-at-home moms but were attorneys and cared about giving, and that was Mary Fitzpatrick and Jean Casey. Um, they, they started off as a volunteer initiative, and then uh, they pulled in other volunteers who were providing referrals to other legal aids. And from there, CCLA opened a store for its first time with its first employee in 2005, and here we are today, uh, many years later. And so oftentimes, um, clients might try to be advocating uh, for themselves in the legal system and finding out that it's quite complex, am I right? And, and, and so they turn to Catholic Charities to say, I've tried, um, but I'm really, really uh, thrown by how complex the legal system is. Yeah, you know, the, the privilege that we have as, as attorneys is that we are in the courtroom every single day and uh, we understand the dynamics, the culture of the process. When you're completely new to the system, it is very daunting in understanding even how to ask a basic question in being able to proceed and move forward with their legal issues. 
And so the, what we are able to provide, either through representation and speaking on behalf of our clients, or through advising pro se litigants who represent themselves, is that we are able to share our skills and offer our experience so that they are able to move forward with their matter in court. And it's less daunting, even if it still continues to be a bit scary. And so how many clients um, do you serve, Ilda, every year? I know, obviously, the pandemic probably has changed what your average amount is. But, but on, on average, how many clients does, do, do CCLA assist each year? So we assist over 3,000 clients every year, and there's different levels of assistance that we're able to provide. Um, we are very grateful for a very dedicated staff and dedicated volunteers that without that team, of everyone who contributes, you know, we would be unable to help those over 3,000 individuals who are seeking legal assistance and guidance and knowing how to move their legal issue forward in accessing the court system. I know you have many partners across Chicago in, in the legal community uh, throughout our city as well. Our, our live stream is right now showing some photos um, from your fundraiser back uh, a couple years ago, uh, for Legal Lifelines. And I know that that event has been halted, but, um, but I, it's, it's wonderful to see you know, how far uh, your reach extends throughout Chicago, how well re you re are regarded you know, and supported by the legal community in our city. Yes, we're very lucky. We're very fortunate. And that part of it is because lawyers know that other people need help. If you cannot afford, a, uh, if you cannot afford an attorney, then sometimes people feel like they're out of luck. And un attorneys understand that even when they're working in the private practice. That's why I say that this team of staff and volunteers, we're so fortunate because it's together that we're able to help individuals. And we're very grateful for all uh, the support that we receive which is through skill and talent and time, but also through their financial support in order to sustain the department and be able to continue to provide all those individuals in need services, both in Cook and Lake County. And we receive calls throughout the state, actually. And can you share with us, what are some of the average you know, legal concerns that, uh, that you assist clients with? So um, we track what are people calling about, what are their biggest legal issues, and what we found is the number one topic, uh, by far, it's over 50%, and as a matter of fact, it was 56% in the last fiscal year, was family law issues. Um, and, you know, everybody has family law, ha has family issues, but, uh, and that includes people who cannot afford an attorney. So that's our number one legal issue. Our second legal issue is related to housing and whether they're tenants or homeowners who are in need and understanding and figuring out how to resolve those legal issues. Oftentimes it has to do with eviction, condition issues, uh, ability to leave or whether or not they're getting the security deposit back. And that has always been our second most popular legal topic. And the third one is really, it varies with a lot of different issues. It's consumer issues and individual rights, which has to do with uh, whether a car repossessions, credit card debt, or someone owes you money and how do you get that money back? So uh, we have a lot of expertise on staff 
and we are able to share on all the different topics that we see. But we could receive calls on everything under the sun. And that's a wonderful introduction uh, to our other guest, um, Ed Summer. Um, Ed, first of all, I'd just like to say thank you so much for your sharing your time and your expertise with Catholic Charities. We're so grateful for your efforts to supplement you know, the expertise that Ilda and, and her team already have in their department. Thanks, Katie. I'm very happy to have the opportunity to, to do it. And I, so I practice um, law. I, I, before I ask you a question, I, I'll just say I practice law with a large firm, okay. sort of a transactional practice. Uh, didn't deal with really any of the issues that um, we deal with at Catholic Charities. And uh, it's invigorating uh, to be able to use my skills to learn new things and to um, basically help help the people that really can't afford to pay a lawyer. And so how long have you been involved with CCLA? Uh, really since the latter part of 2019. Yeah, I retired a little bit earlier than that. And uh, a good friend of mine uh, volunteered for CCLA and still does, and he got me... Uh, over lunch, he would just tell me about the work he did, and uh, it got me uh, very interested. And we're so um, amazed at how much you uh, continue to accomplish at CCLA, uh, Ilda and Ed, uh, because of the pandemic. You know, legal concerns, legal consultations, you know, are very um, uh, private, but they're also, you know, comprehensive events where you need to be looking at legal documents and, and reading things together and making sure they understand the fine points of that. How has the pandemic affected your work? Um, and maybe I'll just start with you, with Ed. You know, how do you, how do you assist clients when you've probably had to do everything long distance or, or you know over the phone or zoom yeah that's a good question Katie the uh, the consultations are by telephone anyway so that part of it really didn't change very much um, the big difference is that shortly after I started working COVID hit and uh, I stopped working in the uh, CCLA offices and uh, started working from home. And that has, it's, I think the only sort of problem there, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back in the office when circumstances permit, but uh, I think the you know problem there is that, you know, staff is not quite as available. Uh, you don't get to meet a lot of people. I mean, I did, really didn't meet that many people before uh, Hilda sent us all, Hilda sent us all home. Um, but uh, uh, so I would say, the COVID hasn't really impacted the work that at least I have been doing with CCLA. I don't know, Ilda, you might have a different thought on that because I know I know there are there's some workshops and so forth that that are not being able to be held. Ilda, can you share a little bit from your own perspective about the, how the pandemic has uh, uh, affected all the work of your department? Yes, yeah, so um, just like everyone else, we were impacted and our services were impacted. Uh, actually, not our services were impacted, the people were impacted. What we, because we serve low-income individuals or individuals living in poverty, what we noticed, and this was a trend um, across all legal aid, is that the numbers initially went down of people reaching out to us for assistance. And the reason for that was that there was a primary basic need that folks were facing. They needed food. They needed shelter. And there was so much job loss and illness that they could not afford clothing or other basic items for their families. So what we did during that time is ensure that we connected individuals to our other sister programs that were able to assist them. Because we knew that at that point in time, the family law issue was not primary in their life. It was making sure that they had food on the table for themselves and their children. 
And so from there, we started seeing the numbers trickle up. And right now, we are almost back to the same numbers that we were before. Um, you know, CCLA, and, and I'm going to say it was booming and was hot, and it was at a high in increasing services and ability to provide in number of clients calling us right prior to the pandemic. And so we use that time to be able to maneuver and change all our services so that we are able to provide services remotely without putting anybody's health or safety at risk. And that works really well because as individuals are working with us through Zoom, they're learning how they're going to interact with the court through Zoom. So any mistakes, anything happens, I can't hear you, where's that button? happens with us. And when they're before the court, they know everything what to do. Please click here, move here, silence yourself. This is when you could speak to the judge. We're preparing that, them for that during our consultations, during our services. Well, it, it really is remarkable how much you've continued to be able to accomplish, Ilda and Ed. Um, we're going to take a quick break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we return, we're going to continue our conversation about Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Department, otherwise known as CCLA. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Catholic Charities, we fight hunger in Chicago throughout the year. Our six regional offices in Cook and Lake Counties work together to offer sit-down and to-go meals to anyone in need. We deliver meals to those who are homebound, 
and our eight food pantries offer three to four days of food supplies based on household size. Participants in these programs have the opportunity to learn about other Catholic charity services that strengthen individuals, families, and their communities. The challenges for those dealing with food insecurity are especially great during the winter months. To learn how you can help those who are hungry in your neighborhood, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7525. That's 312-655-7525. Thank you for your generosity. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and I'm delighted today to be here with Ilda Bahena, Catholic Charities Director of our Legal Assistance Department, and also Edward Summer, who is a volunteer attorney with our Legal Assistance Department, otherwise known as CCLA. And before the break, we were talking about the many issues that clients come to Catholic Charities with and that they're uh, not able to afford attorney or, and, or, and or having a challenging time navigating the complex legal system. Um, before we go any further, Ilda, may I ask you to please share uh, the contact information of anybody listening or watching the show who might benefit from the services Catholic Charities offers? Absolutely. Um, individuals who are seeking legal assistance, uh, may call 312-948-6821. And that is our advice line, 312-948-6821. And from a, um, a volunteer uh, standpoint, Ed, you know, may I ask, like, what's the average amount of time that you spend with a client? Uh, the consultations are set up for uh, one hour in one hour segments. And uh, usually, and then of course, as far as my time is concerned, uh, prep time beforehand, uh, particularly that might take a little while if it's an area that I'm not particularly familiar with. Uh, but the consultations usually run within that one hour period. And typically they're a half an hour, I would say, to that full hour. Um, sometimes, often we have a translator uh, involved in the consultation and those tend to take a little bit longer, particularly if it's a fairly complicated matter. And what would you say are the most challenging aspects of trying to help clients with their legal concerns? Um, yeah, I gotta say, I, I find it very rewarding. Uh, I don't find it very challenging. Um, I mean, I, you know, you work hard on it in that sense. But um, I, uh, before I started, my biggest concern, I think, was that I would have lots of cases where you really couldn't help the people. Um, you know, where you really sort of, they would just be in a pickle um, that uh, that you wouldn't be able to help. And uh, I think that um, that has really not been the case. Um, it's difficult when you get a situation where you can't give them as much help as you'd like to. Uh, but one thing I have found is that practically every consultation, you're able to help them in some way, um, make them more familiar with the situation. And what we're trying to do um, you know, I'm probably going to steal your thunder here, but we, we're trying to empower the clients to help themselves. You familiarize them with the situation, with the applicable law. You lay out alternatives. Not all of it is strictly legal, right? A lot of it may be sort of referrals to somebody 
uh, one or two occasions I've told someone, you, know, you may want to talk to your alderman or your um, state rep, that sort of thing. Uh, so I have been very pleased that what I thought would be a big challenge um, really has not been one. There's really very, very few cases where I finished and I thought, geez, you know, I was not able to provide any assistance to that person at all. Well, it clearly sounds like you're also very skilled at helping them figure out, helping clients figure out what to worry about and what not to worry about. It sounds like you're very skilled in that, and I can't imagine but how helpful that is to them to lower their stress, lower their anxiety about their legal concern, and just focus on the key issues. So it sounds like you're a tremendous blessing uh, to the department, Ed. Thank you. Um, Ilda, can you share a little bit more about that concept of educating clients on their legal rights and responsibilities? Isn't that a big part of what you do as well? Absolutely. And just to follow up on your comment, Katie, he, uh, Ed is, he has a natural ability to tune into the client and understand that it is about the, the, the human being and that we share the steps in the process and that they, it, it, they don't have the resources. So we are the resource. Um, so, you know, it, it's a big uh, blessing to be able to share that with clients. And what we try to do is empower them and share with them the legal resources. Because it's not that the individuals aren't capable. It's that they don't have resources to share with them. Once you share with them the resources, the steps, people are taking that in happily and are able to move forward. The best calls we get is when someone calls us at a different stage in their process because the education and the information we were able to provide about the process allowed them to move forward and to complete their process in a successful manner. And that's what we do. That's how individuals are able to have access to support. It's through sharing our resources and skills that then becomes their skills and ability to move forward to resolve those legal issues that are seriously impacting their lives. And, and obviously, respecting client privacy, may I ask you each to share a couple stories about, about ways that CCLA has helped clients um, overcome legal concerns and, and move on with their goals of, of achieving greater self-sufficiency? Ed, may I start with you? Sure. Um, you know, just the other day, uh, by the way, I, I find the mix of cases I get is very similar to what CCLA gets uh, generally, which is Ilda just described. Um, but sometimes, uh, you know, the other day, uh, I had a case, um, very unusual, an expungement case. The client was seeking an expungement uh, for a legal conviction a few years ago. And uh, he was distraught. He had been uh, shuttled around, his public defender really dropped the ball on this thing. Uh, he had had um, another lawyer who dropped the ball, the judge said he'd do this and that, and he, he got on the phone just so frustrated and so angry. And uh, it took a while just to get him calmed down. And I told him, I said, you know, let's talk about this. And I think after this call, you're, you'll be pretty much done with lawyers. You'll be able to do this yourself. And uh, I pointed him towards some resources uh, he really was almost to the finish line. He just didn't have somebody to sort of like finalize the papers and, and submit them to the court. And he had no idea how to do that. And so I went over that with him and I basically just, you know, let him know that, you know, you can do this yourself. You can do this yourself. I hear your frustration. And, um, you know, by the end, I think he was well equipped to solve that problem in his life. Um, you know, he, he wasn't able to get a job um, for the last couple of years because of this, you know, this problem that, really somebody 
with more resources could have easily gotten done. Um, so um, I'm hopeful that, hopeful that he is. It's, it's just hearing that. you speak at it's a, such a reminder of how much more difficult life is when you don't have those resources to 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 handle something in a simple way. You know, this now clearly affected his life over several years, you know, and so mm -hmm. it's wonderful that you were there to to assist him. Um, Ilda, may I ask you to share a client story or two? Yeah. So, you know, two come to mind of the power of legal assistance and and they're really um, representation cases because that's a lot of where I'm deeply involved along with supporting on the breach services. One of them involved a domestic violence survivor where part of the abuse was not only physical, but also the control of the marital assets. And during the proceedings, um, there before we came in there was a big struggle about this is mine this is my retirement account this is my bank account this is my check and the client was struggling receiving notices uh, for an ability to pay her rent because he also had not previously allowed her to work to control her and so she had no work experience she had she did not have her independent or individual bank account because that's not how things worked in their family. He controlled everything. And during the whole time, and it lasted a few years, I have to say, uh, this is mine, 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 mine. And then, of course, under in Illinois law, domestic, you know, the, everything is belongs to the marriage. So she was able to get maintenance, child support, and half of the marital assets. So she's no longer getting eviction notices because she can now pay her rent, and her and her children now have a safe roof over their head. Um, the second one that comes to mind is very different. It was someone who was um, in her last stages of cancer um, and needed assistance in making sure that her children were being taken care of by someone that loved them and was responsible. So that very day, we took it on as an emergency. We rushed to the hospital room where she was at and uh, were able to provide the legal documents that provided for her children uh, once she uh, passed and she passed the next day. So her children, there was never, we didn't skip a beat. The children were able to be cared for legally by uh, their family member who loved them and was assisting them during this very, very challenging time. And it was just a, a great place to be and know that you could be of that type of help to families. Well, those are very powerful examples of the importance of CCLA, but also uh, both of your skill at helping people, as I said before, determine what to worry about, what not to worry about, and then uh, expedite uh, that, that paperwork. My goodness, for you to know that, that that what a crucial thing was to actually go to the hospital room, Ilda, and take care of that. You know, what a blessing that was for that family that you stepped up and, and did that. It's really a great story. Um, may I ask you both to just share, are there basic Basic tips that you give to clients, you know, or anyone listening uh, or watching today's show, you know, just about basic uh, uh, good practices, best practices about handling their legal affairs. Ed, may I start with you? Sure. Um, a lot of what we do is uh, provide people again, we empower them to solve their legal problems. And one of the things we do is to direct them to resources that may be available to them, um, whether they are online resources or in-person resources, 
Uh, there may be some agents where they can provide agencies where they can provide some help that we can't provide. Um, and one of the things I would say, you know, often uh, I will refer people to Illinois Legal Aid Online. It's a fantastic website that is really designed to help non-lawyers work through their legal problems. And it will give a lot of basic information. Um, and uh, that's something that uh, that's something I would think that if uh, if I had to, if I didn't know anything about the legal problem uh, and didn't have a chance, wouldn't have a chance for a consultation, um, I would just say, take a look at Illinois Legal Aid online. That's a wonderful resource. And, and like you said, if people don't know to go there, they don't know all the, all the wonderful things that that online service can provide. Um, how about you, Ilda? By the way, one thing, Katie, sure. I should also mention, uh, practically everything on Il Illinois Legal Aid Online is available both in English and in Spanish. Oh, that's so, wonderful, wonderful that's to fantastic. add. Not, of course, not the court forms of things, but the information, the text, the articles, it's all available in Spanish. Wonderful to add. Thank you so much. And Ilda, anything to add about yeah, best practices? In addition to what Ed, uh, Ed has shared, I will also say, make sure you read before you sign. Don't sign things you don't understand. It's okay to ask questions. And it's okay to ask for a copy of the document before you sign something to talk to an attorney and make sure you understand what the, uh, the responsibilities and obligations are for all the parties. So that's a big thing. Read before you sign and don't just agree to things uh, out of nervousness, it's okay to take your time. Uh, those are and great. we're here to support you. Those are great trips, uh, tips as well. Thank you so much, Ilda. I really would like to thank you both for being on the show today and providing this update on all the ways that CCLA has continued to do great things throughout the pandemic. Uh, Catholic Charities is so fortunate to have you both assisting clients with their legal needs. Again, thank you so much, Ed and Ilda, for being on the show today. Thanks, Katie. Thank you so much, Katie. And we invite everyone back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman, and we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.